0: Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 18th day of March. I'm your host, Paul White. Paul White Ministries is proud to bring you nine audio podcasts per week, seven days a week. It's this one, the Deeper Daily Podcast. We walk through the scriptures. We're going to do that today. We're in the 38th chapter of Genesis. We also have two full-length drops every week, one on Wednesday. That's our midweek Bible study that we do here in North Georgia, currently walking through the Sermon on the Mount and then our weekend sermons that drop on Sunday I'll tell you all about it tomorrow on the podcast because that's what we do on Saturdays that's how we start the Saturday podcast is introducing that sermon and then get into the word so hope you'll be with us in those extra long podcasts twice a week and that they continue to bless your life I want to say thank you for those of you who have been reaching out to us lately with your thoughts and your prayers just because God has led you to I I get an occasional note, uh, an email, uh, uh, whatever, a message on Facebook, What somehow people find a way and it just, you're so encouraging. And I, I want to thank all of you and I appreciate you so much and so many of you who have agreed to partner with us financially so that we can continue to do this exclusively with our lives. That's share the good news through podcasts and sermons and travel and writing and, uh, it does not go unnoticed. It does certainly does not go un, unappreciated. I take it quite serious. It is the uh, calling of my life, and I want to thank you for being involved in that. Today, we're in Genesis 38. We've arrived at the end of the 24th verse where Judah has just learned that Tamar, his daughter-in-law, has, quote-unquote, played the harlot because she's with child by harlotry. You and I, the reader, know that she dressed as a harlot, And then he went in thinking he was sleeping with a harlot. He was actually sleeping with his daughter-in-law. She has been promised the third son in the lineage of his sons as her husband so that she can raise a child. Uh, This is all part of the Leverett marriage agreement. First husband died. Second husband died. They were brothers. Third brother has been promised but has not been delivered, and she is about to grow out of the childbearing age, and so she wants to hold her father-in-law accountable, she holds on to his signet, cords, and staff as a way of pledge that he would pay. And when he, when he finds out she is pregnant, he calls her in, and her one line of defense is, by the man to whom these belong, I am with child, and if you can tell me who, who who does this signet cord and staff belong to, that's the father. Well, of course, the moment, this is high drama moment, the moment Judah sees that, he knows that it's his, and he makes this most remarkable statement. I've worked on this story now into our third day to get to this line. Verse 26, Judah acknowledged them and said, She has been more righteous than I because I did not give her to Sheila my son, and he never knew her again. Now it came to pass at the time for giving birth that behold, twins were in her womb. And I'll get into that in a moment. She She has two sons. Okay, that line from verse 26, she has been more righteous than I, really hits our ear wrong when we add our definition of righteousness into the story. Because when we think of righteous, we think of doing the right thing, or in a more spiritual sense, we think of the qualities that are godly. And acting like a harlot, sleeping with a man you're not married to so that you can get pregnant doesn't sound like a righteous act. He solicits a prostitute, what he thinks is a prostitute, ends up sleeping with his daughter-in-law, and declares that the girl he slept with is more righteous than he is. What do we make of this in light of what we know of righteousness? Well, the first thing we might need to make of it is that we need to reconsider our own definition of righteousness. A lot of times we think righteousness means do the moral, do the morally clean thing, or do the thing less embarrassing. So it's an embarrassing topic to talk about this young woman who dresses like a harlot and sleeps with the man she's not married to and gets pregnant. You go, well, no one in this story is doing the righteous thing. But Judah's is not wrong when he says she has done more righteous than me. And here's why. Because the righteous heart of God is to provide for and care for the, the outsider, the stranger, the widow, the orphan, the less fortunate. That's the righteousness of God. That was always the righteousness of God. It's why we watch Jesus act the way he acts. He is showing forth the righteous love of his father on the earth. It's why he touches lepers. And it's why he's unashamed to converse with adulteresses. And why he sits at food and meals with publicans and prostitutes, and sinners. Not because he's declaring them righteous, but because they are sick in need of a physician and no one is caring for them. Tamar was supposed to be part of the family and she was rejected and neglected. And it's now a third generation of boy that she is being denied her rights of inheritance with. And by sleeping with Judah and having his children, she becomes part of that lineage. And Judah knows instantly when he realizes who it is that he was wrong in denying her what was hers by God because God would not have her go without And so while it's very difficult through our New Testament lens to look at Tamar and go, boy, she was righteous, we need to consider righteous through a different lens. It is righteous to care for those who have no other means of support. It is unrighteous for us to refuse because they, quote unquote, did it to themselves or got themselves into this situation, or should have known better. No, that's not our right. We are to take care of the Tamars. I want to show you tomorrow on the podcast how the New Testament forever redeems Tamar, and not only Tamar, but a few other women. And we'll do that on tomorrow's podcast. See you then. God bless.